Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, April 6th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my co-host here on uh, Tuesday afternoon in Canada. It's Tuesday evening over there in Holland. Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, big man? What's up, man? Good to be back. Uh, breaking some uh, fights down, you know. UFC card coming up, yeah. an early card. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy week. I mean, there's a lot of MMA going on right now. Uh, we talked about the one card yesterday, Marcel. That's tomorrow night. And there was a change, right? What, what happened? Yeah, so uh, let me check. Uh, Tom Taylor put that out uh, yeah. earlier today. Um, Mehdi Bargi, who was supposed to fight Roy Roy, is out of his fight. Also, Rade Opasic, who was supposed to fight on the kickboxing fight against Patrick Schmidt, is out of the fight. Now, Rourke Rourke is fighting Schmidt in the short notice MMA fight. And they put Shingis Alazov against Enrico Kale on the card uh, tomorrow. Yeah. A kickboxing fight that was supposed to happen on 1 TNT 3, yep. which shows you it's tape delayed. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know what? There's some good fights coming up, but the fact is tape delayed. Not, not this one. This one's live, but some of the other yeah. ones more so. It sucks because there's some good fights. I was looking at the calendars, like, you know, Shinya Aoki's fighting Sage Northcutt. Anila Hassan is coming back. And there's a bunch of guys, Yoshihiro Akiyama and stuff. So there's a lot of good, good fights coming up. But um, today it's going to be UFC-centric. I just wanted to mention that because we did break that fight down tomorrow, yesterday. And I was like, yo, minus 400 is a steal on this guy. He would have easily won that fight, by the way. I'm yeah. pretty sure he beats this new guy too, but I haven't had a yeah. chance to look at his new opponent. Yeah. But either way, go back and watch yesterday's show. If you missed it, we did break down one. On Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, I'll be here with AJ Shulo. He'll be joining me to break down Bellator. And by the way, that Julia Bud fight is not on this week's card. It's next week. And everyone keeps saying all the betting websites have it listed for Friday. It's actually next Friday, Marcel, at 2.57. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I, I saw it as well. I don't know why that's... Every website in Tapology has it, so everyone kind of copies them, which makes sense because okay. they are a great website. Yeah. But yeah, either way, sure. yeah. All right, I think we got to get into this card because, man, we have a lot of fights to talk about, Marcel. 15 fights on this card, guys, so it's crazy. Um, like These these previews are going to be as in-depth as you can get in the time limit. We have an hour to go for, with you guys. Um, let's just start off with the first fight of the night. Welterweight bow, Impa Kasangine dropping down to welterweight, taking on Sasha Platnikov, who's coming off a massive upset win over Louis Kossi. Uh, it's a good fight, Marcel. Kick off the card. It's a banger. Right now we got Impa at minus 290. Big favorite here against Sasha, plus 245. What's your thoughts on the first fight? First fight of the night, man. This is a, it's a fun fight, man. It's very low on the card, you know. Impa is coming uh, off that uh, that uh, highlight knockout uh, loss against uh, Junkie Buckley. Before that, looked good, man, against uh, Maki Pitolo. He looked good actually in his first contender series fight. The second wasn't that great, I think, but uh, I was happy he got signed. Going uh, weight class uh, down right now from 185 to 170. Sasha Palatnikov really surprised me, to be honest. The hands coach, he did really well and uh, was a fight of the night. He won the fight uh, in the third round, via, I think it was a TKO. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. The thing is, uh, I'm really high on Kasanganai, and uh, I, I think if he fights smart, he can win this fight. But Polatnikov is a very tricky fighter to fight. We saw that in the Kosi fight. Uh, wasn't really familiar with him before. I know he fought at UIA Warriors. Um, but, um, yeah, my lead will be, would be Kasanganai. I don't know what the line is. You probably can... Uh, yeah, can, it's 3-1. to one. I mean, it's heavy odds. Like, to me, it's yeah. a little bit too heavy. I, I lean towards yeah. him for two. Listen, I like this guy. I liked him ever since I saw him at Contender Series two years ago when he had his first fight. I like this guy a lot. I think he's a good fighter, guys. Yeah. He's also Probably. training at Sanford MMA now. That's a great gym. It's one of the best gyms in the sport right now. So I like that too. 
all those guys are winning. Like if you just bet on fighters from that gym, you will win money. Um, this is a little bit of a trickier fight, I think, because first off, he's dropping at 170 for the first time. We don't even know how the weight cut's going to go. So that's a, a factor we don't know about. I'd imagine it's going to be okay. I don't think he was a huge middleweight by any means. So I think it's going to be okay. Um, and if he, if he can make that move successfully, Marcel, and if he has that gas tank still, the wrestling should be enough to win this fight, I believe. Having said that, Sasha Platnikov is not that bad of a fighter, and he was really uh, a huge underdog in the first fight with Kossi. No one thought he would win that fight, and he goes out there and beats the guy in the third round. So we know he's got good cardio. We know he's super durable, too. He's going to be in this fight for the full 15 minutes. This is going to be a, a, a tough fight for Impa. I do lean towards Impa, Marcel, because the wrestling. I do think it's going to be enough. He's going to be able to take down Sasha, but this guy's a bit of a wild card, guys. Like He's actually a guy that's hard to find tape on besides that fight. You can't find his fight with Munar Lezez. I couldn't find the fight. I looked for it. I couldn't find it. He got knocked out by him. I wanted to see that fight. I couldn't find it. I saw some other stuff on YouTube, and he looked okay. Like Don't get me wrong. He looks like a good fighter, but I'd like to see more. And I just can't guess that he's going to be this great fighter based on just the, the one fight I saw in the UFC. So I was impressed by him, but at the same time, man, I, I really like Impa. I believe in this guy. I think he does get the job done, Marcel. And just the odds are very heavy. I mean, minus 290. That seems heavy, right? Like, when you say Marcel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, definitely. Yeah. I think it's I a little too high, guys. I'm, I'm kind of surprised with the odds, man. I think the odds are a little bit off. But Again, uh, he was a – Kladnikov was a big underdog the first time. He doesn't have a good record, right? Six and two. It was five and two before. But, again, you got to look at a fighter past the record. And this guy has more experience in the weight class. And he, you know what? He might be the better striker, too. And we're, we're completely forgetting to mention it was coming off a brutal knockout loss to Joaquin Buckley. Like, that was the last fight yeah. he had, right? I imagine this guy's going to bounce back, though. Everything I, I see from this guy, he's a very – dedicated fighter i think he'll bounce back it's just the odds are heavy so take that as you will next fight here light heavyweight boat that on jung against william knight interesting fight marcel pretty close odds minus 140 for jung plus 120 for knight what's your thoughts on this one yeah man that that on jung uh did look pretty good so far in his usc career but gotta say man i was really disappointed in this lv performance i mean yep. uh that, that that's a fight if you're an upcoming fighter you need to win against sam alvey and he didn't do that um william knight um yeah you know uh, he came in the contender series first um he, he, he fought twice in the contender series right uh, the first time he got the, he got that developmental deal right or am i not am i tripping no he I'm did i think he, he might have fought three times on it let me double yeah. check Either two or three uh, times uh, let yeah. Me yeah you're you're, you're freezing you were freezing for me. Sorry, and he's fought twice on contender That's why I was uh, hesitant. But uh, yeah, and he fought uh, in between. He lost to Tafan and Chukri, right? Uh, and, the, and you know what? That the, fight uh, is worth mentioning because if you can watch that fight, it's on Fight Pass. That was a terrible stoppage. Like he got he got dropped, but he was fine, and the referee stopped the fight. So that's a bad stoppage. Yeah. Anyways, keep keep going, Marcel. Yeah. Um, I mean. I like Knight, but you saw in the Brundage fight, man, where he where he uh, won his contract. He man, he's getting finished there in the Brundage fight, you know. And he he, he took it. Uh, he I can't get the English word. I'm sorry. Uh, took it around and uh, he won the fight. Um, I think Knight looks good so far, man. What what I saw from him, uh, but he has. I, He's kind of a cardio issue as well, man. He, I think he needs to, he needs to finish the fight in the, in the first round of early in the second to, to get the win here. And uh, Dan Young, he's, he's a, he's a good opponent, man. I think, but uh, overall, man, 
I can't bet on a guy who who draws against Sam Alvey, man, in a fight he definitely needs to win. And maybe I, I, you think I'm crazy, but I'm going with William Knight here, man. And uh, yeah. you got to give me the odds as well here. I want to. Yeah, again, it's close. It's like almost it's almost pick him. It's slightly towards Jung, so it's not like crazy odds by any means. But Knight's a small underdog. He has a path to victory for sure. Uh here's the thing. It's weird because I actually like Knight against Menefield. I feel like I almost got lucky there, Marcel. If you know what I mean, because I think he probably would have lost that fight, especially after we saw how good Menifield looked against Sharon. So I feel like I almost dodged the bullet. I probably would have lost the unit on him there. I was going to bet on him. This is a completely different fight. It's a different matchup against a guy in Jung who is, uh, first off, six inches taller, five inches longer reach, five in, five years younger. He has a lot of physical advantages, guys. Um, you know, I I agree with you, Marcel, that he did lose that fight. I thought against Sam Malvi as well. I if you go to MMA decisions, my scorecard read for for Sam Alvey. I thought he won the fight. I think it was a bad call by the judges. But at the same time, it's a different fight. Like Sam Alvey's a striker, right? Knight is not really a striker. He's a grappler. So when I watched tape on Jung and I watched all his fights I could find, he also has he also goes by a different name on some of his YouTube fights called Da Woon Jung. So that's why you can't find him all of his fights. You type in Da Woon Jung, you have to type yeah. in Da Woon Jung. <laughs> That's a big problem with the Korean. There's a big yeah, problem yeah. with the Korean, the Russian, and the Chinese fighters. They they write different. I couldn't find yeah, the right fights. Korean I'm like, yeah, but that's yeah, the good thing about topology, name. man. But topology is good because name. they also have to. It is. They have the original name there, the 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 Korean name. So if you copy paste that into YouTube or whatever, you can find more videos. I think. Yeah, same. It's just worth mentioning if you guys are going to do some research on because yeah. you know that's what happens. Listen, I think the, the most important thing here that I had to pay attention to was the, the grappling because I think Knight's going to grapple with him. Knight's a grappler. I mean, that's how he wins his fights. That's how he beat Kamur. And he's good. He's good at grappling. That's how I thought he would have beat Menefield. You know what, man? I got to be honest. Jung has good grappling. It's actually really good. He First off, he choked out um, Igor Gimov in his first fight in the UFC. Yes, he got outstruck in the feet. He's got striking defense problems. Like, you can lose to a striker, and I will pick against some, against some strikers, but... He still won that fight in the third round with a choke, which was nasty. And, you know, watching yeah, his fight, fun. yeah, and watching his fights back, man, like, he can get taken down, but he gets right on top of you. He's physically strong, and he's able to to transition and get on top. So I like this matchup for Jung, actually, uh, which is crazy because two weeks ago I liked Knight. But now it's like a completely different fight, guys. It's not – he's not fighting a guy who has cardio issues. Jung is going to be there for 15 minutes. He will be there the whole time. I like Jung in this fight. I think he's got a lot of advantage in this fight. So minus one forty, I, I think they're you know he, he could be a play. I mean I haven't made any plays yet, but I'd like to play him. I think a lot of people are going to bet on Knight here though as a dog, so maybe the line's going to drop down a little bit. Jose, I'll get to your question quick, but we have so many fights to pre we really can't take questions at the moment unless they're about the fights. But he's asking why they stay in the rankings after being suspended by Usada, and uh, should the winner of Yusuf uh, Alan Yusik uh, sorry Yusuf call out Yair possibly? Yeah, and as far as being suspended, yeah. If, because he wasn't suspended, I guess, for actually testing positive, he got suspended for missing the test. Maybe that's why. It's a different thing yeah, he got suspended times. for. Yeah, he missed three times, which is sketchy as hell. But anyways, um, yeah, I like Jung in that fight, Marcel. So okay. let me just pull up the next one. Sorry, guys. Close the window. Uh, what's going to be? There's so many fights on this card. It's crazy. Okay, next fight. Yuli Saldana against Jordan Griffin. Right now, Marcel, the odds... Minus 140, Saldana, plus 120, Griffin. Any thoughts on this fight? Um, it, it's, I thought it was an odd fight, man, when they, when they announced it because I didn't 
expect them to to match these two against each other. Uh, Luis Saldana, yeah, he, he beat Vince Murdoch in the Contender Series, man. Uh, and I think Saldana uh, in, in that fight w w was a slight favorite. He wasn't a big favorite, I think, but he was a slight favorite. Uh, Murdoch was Murdoch fought in the UFC before, right? Uh, one time. Yeah, one time, and then he had a brain injury or something. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So um, I think, man, Saldana, I wasn't really big on him before, to be honest, you know, but he, he, look, he looks better, man, with uh, with the years, you know. I think he, he, he looked pretty decent in his fights. I saw him fight in, in LFA where he got a real naked choke win against Whitstock, I think. Well, look, look really good. Look, that was, was a nice finish, I think. Um, and Jordan Griffin, man, he just doesn't do it for me in the UFC, man, for, one re for some reason, man. I, I, I don't know how you think about that. No. Um, uh, I got to say his fight against Joseph Salalas last fight, he could have won. Yeah. Actually, that was a close fight. I might think he maybe should have got a 29-28. It was very close, but uh, I didn't have a problem with Zalal winning that fight. But overall, very underwhelming, man, in my opinion, in the UFC. Um, he got a win against TJ Brown, but I think TJ Brown's still waiting for his first win in the UFC. He's fighting Kai Kamaka in, in the yeah. three weeks. Um, listen, man. This is a tough fight to pick, in my opinion. Gut feeling, going with Luis Saldana, but not sure, man. Jordan Griffin can win this one as well if he is if he improved. Uh, his ground game wasn't as bad against Joseph Zalal. He was close in winning that fight. So, the uh, I, as a better, I would stay away from this one. But that's just my yeah. opinion. No, I, I pretty much agree with you. Actually, this is a close fight, guys. It really is. Um, Griffin's a guy that, in general, you want to bet against. I think I don't think he's a great fighter by any means. His record, the UFC kind of shows that. I think. But it's a different matchup, right, with this guy because Griffin's a grappler, really, and Saldana's a pure striker. Like again, he's a guy that there's not a lot of fights available. His last couple, you can see, he looked good in contender series. By the way, Vince Murdoch didn't make his debut in the UFC. He was supposed to fight Jordan Griffin in Minnesota. The fight got canceled. Right. But, okay. So funny enough, he was supposed to fight Griffin. Anyways, as far as his fight goes, I mean, it's it's a tough one, guys. It really is because Saldana, he has looked good lately. He's also he's also training with those guys. Cejudo and those guys, which is nice to see. Um, Griffin's at Rufus Sport. He's had a good camp too. They're both both guys have a lot of losses, man. They have a lot of losses, like 14 and 6 or 18 and 8, Marcel. Like, these are not really guys you want to put your money on, I don't think. I think this fight really could go either way, honestly. I'm leaning a little bit towards Saldana just because he has more momentum coming in this fight. He has four straight wins. And uh, if he can keep it standing, he should be able to kind of piece apart Griffin. But that's a big if, man. I could easily see Griffin taking him to the ground wrestling him, right? He's got good grappling, so it's a tough one, Marcel. I was thinking about picking Griffin, but I can't pick this guy. I just don't think he's that good, right? So why would I put money on him? <laughs> this is a typical fight that can screw your parlay, man. Yeah, exactly. No, don't don't parlay this fight, guy. Don't even <laughs> this fight, it's a weird one. Like, I would stay away from it. I want to get this yeah. question from Vic. Hey, Vic. Do you think Jung and Knight goes over 1.5 rounds? I I do. I do favor it too. What do you think, Marcel? The last fight, Jung and if Knight. you pick, if you pick Jung, it's probably it's most likely it goes under one one and a, over one and a half. But if you have Knight, you you might rethink that, you know. But you pick Young, so I would say it goes one over one. one I, I think one it goes over. I mean, I think you're overselling Knights. Uh, I mean, that's not true actually. Like a lot of his early wins in like the regional scene were kind of early finishes. But the fights we've seen, uh, Marcel with. Uh, like the UFC has been in the third round and stuff, right? They've gone the third maybe, round. So I, I think it might go maybe over. I'm, maybe I'm underrating Young. That's possible. I don't yeah, think, so, I'm overrating okay, I, I think I'm overrating Honestly, over-unders are not easy to bet, obviously, as we know, guys. Yeah, but sure. I, I lean towards the over a little bit just to answer your question, Vic. So that would be my lean in that fight. 
Anyways, yeah, we both like Saldana, but it's like slightly in guys. All right, this fight is awesome. Jack Shore against Hunter Azure. I love this fight, Marcel. Jack Shore is a small favorite right now. He is minus 150 and Hunter Azure plus one, actually, sorry, 160 and plus 140 for Hunter Azure. So somebody's coming out on Jack Shore right now, which I understand. What do you think? You see all those European people behind me because if I'm not picking Jack Shore, they're going to hammer me. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jack Shore, he's good, man. What can we say about him? He's very good in the in Cage Warriors, um, one of the biggest prospects in Europe. Came to the UFC, beat Nolan Hernandez, and then he beat Aaron Phillips. The only thing that is in the UFC, he has two opponents so far that maybe doesn't fit the caliber he should fight to be in those bigger fights in the UFC yet. He has just two fights so far in the UFC. It's not this, uh, I mean, Aaron Phillips, he got him uh, after. Who was that? Anderson Barinha. He uh, he didn't fought. He couldn't fought because he was injured or something. It was a short notice replacement. Two finishes, two rear-naked chokes. Um, now fighting Hunter Asher. Hunter Asher is a good fighter, man. He's uh, he's he's nine and one. Um, only lost to Brian Keller because he fe he fell in love too much with the striking and he got knocked out. Uh, Asher was a good wrestler, I think. Um, I mean, he beat Brett Katona. He beat Cole Smith. Uh, we all know both guys are very, very good at, on the ground as well. Um, such a horrible fight to pick, to be honest, man, because I think it's pretty close. Um, overall, I think, man, I, I would slightly favor Jack Shore, and that's not because I'm European, guys, but I'm just slightly favor Jack Shore in this fight because I think he has more upside in this one. But yeah. It, it's it's close. It's it's really thin. Uh, the 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 coin can flip also to Azure. It's a fifty fifty fight to me as well. Yeah, here's the thing with this fight, right? Like on paper, it's kind of a bad matchup for Jack Shore because Hunter Azure is a good wrestler and you know he's pretty aggressive <clears throat> on the feet. Like so, I get that, right? But Jack Shore is like one of the top prospects in the sport. If he can't beat Hunter Azure, he's not going to go anywhere in the sport. Yeah, you know what I mean, like this, he should win this fight. I think he should be a bigger favorite, quite frankly. His ground game is so dominant, guys. I watched all his fights. Every fight he has in Cage Warriors is on fight pass. I watched them all. Every fight he gets to the ground, he gets the guys back. Even the fights where he's struggling to get down, he eventually gets their back. Hunter Azure is a good wrestler, but he has a gas tank problem. In the last fight with Cole Smith, Cole Smith took his back late in the third round. In the fight with Brad Katona, Brad Katona took his back in the third round. He slows down. I think it's going to be a competitive fight. But eventually, I do think Jack Shore gets the fight to the ground, Marcel. And I do think he's going to get a submission in this fight, probably. Um, if not, maybe a decision. Because honestly, it's a young guy. You know, he's thirteen and zero as a pro, twelve and zero. He's twenty five and zero. Like this guy's never lost. You don't want to bet against this guy. Mm. Don't bet against this guy. He's a good young fighter. And he's getting better. I want to see more of the striking. From what I saw, it's not great, but it's not terrible. I think it's probably got a little better. We'll see. I mean, Hunter Rogers is an aggressive fighter with good wrestling, so this is going to be a good test. A test I believe this kid passes, man. I Marcel, I've everything I've heard and seen from this guy believes me to believe he's gonna be a contender for quite a long time in the UFC. I think he gets by this test. I think it's it's not as bad of a fight as some people are thinking for him at this point in his career. So that's my thoughts on this one, man. So we got the same pick so far, but maybe we'll get some difference coming up because we got Marcel's favorite fighter no, in the world. You you are down junk. I at William Knight. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. But this <laughs> one, you got your favorite fighter in the world. Mr. George Danho, the Man Mountain, taking on Jorgen De Castro. Oh my! <laughs> I gotta get your thoughts on this. One. Okay, so the odds, by the way, the odds are very heavy. Marcel minus two eighty-five for De Castro, plus two forty-five for Danho. What do you think of this one? You think Danho's got a chance, or you think it's destroyed? What do you think? 
every fighter has a chance in every fight. So I agree we got to take that that's in true. mind, you know. Um, I mean, the Castro, yeah, he lost two in a row. We know that. He, he knocked the tough out in his UFC debut. And he looked great against Alton Meigs in the Contender Series, right? He was a big underdog, I remember. Oh, yes. Huge underdog. Yeah. Plus 450 or something, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, what can I say, man? I, I, I like the Castro, but he is not... Uh, the, uh, a top guy or whatever, you know. I think he is still uh, kind of a learning curve in the UFC. Although he's, uh, how, how old is he, man? He's in his thirties. And he's thirty-seven now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, the cast was thirty-three. I see. Um, yeah, they're both I old. Mean, yeah, they both. Don't say thirty-three is old, man. That's a year older than me. Years. I'm joking. It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. He looks way older though. That guy doesn't look like he's yeah. thirty-three. He looks like he's about That's thirty-eight true. or something. Yeah. So uh, yeah, George is Daniel, man. I mean, uh, I, I mean, the first fight he fought in the UFC against Omi Lanchuk, uh, it was a horrible fight. Then he lured Omi Lanchuk in an in illegal, uh, illegal kick or illegal knee. I don't remember exactly anymore. And uh, he was hoping for a DQ or no contest at that moment because he was just overdoing it. But they went to a technical decision and he lost. So that was pretty funny to me. Second fighter was live there in Hamburg against uh, Christian Colombo. He did the same thing in the first round. Lured Colombo an illegal shot and Colombo was stupid enough to land the illegal shot. And uh, he got a point deducted, therefore went to withdraw. Um, probably most horrible fighter in the UFC. Uh, sorry, guys. I, I don't like to shit on fighters, but I can stand to do it. Um, Dragon the Castro first round knockout. I don't give a shit. Probably not the right, uh, not the right uh, breakdown of this fight. It can be a really tough decision fight. This one, but uh, I'm going with the Castro man, and I think the Castro should win this fight if he wants to stay in the UFC. This is a fight he should win. Yeah, no, I mean I don't disagree really. Here's the thing: it's like this guy hasn't fought in five years, I believe. Like it's been a long time, right? What's he been doing this whole time? Is is he a better fighter now? I went to his Instagram just to see. He actually did post a few pictures. He looks pretty good, like. But he, he's barely updated over the last five years. Like, he's barely been – like, where's this guy been? Like, literally probably, where been? Probably with his knee and his hand on the ground. During, this guy, uh, I know. He, he looks, here's the thing. With this, <laughs> he's a quitter, guys. He's a guy that looks for a way out. He really does. He's a quitter. That's not a guy you want to put your money on. At the same time, though, these odds are pretty heavy, Marcel. I mean, yeah, Castro, true. he hasn't looked that good. He just lost as a big favorite in his last fight, guys, against uh, – what's his name? Um – Oh, gosh. For Carlos Felipe. Carlos Felipe, sorry, yeah. And Greg Hardy, you lost to, too, and he looked terrible in that fight. He did knock mm -hmm. on Catholic, he did beat Meeks. You, you know he's got power, guys. I don't know, man. This The odds are crazy here, guys. Like, th this is – it's a little heavy. Like, he probably does win, but everyone's just like, oh, I'm th throwing them in my parlay. Like, I, first off, you guys don't, <laughs> I don't bet like that anyways. But second off, this guy is not a lock or anything like that. Like, this fight – this could I'm be an upset. Yeah, I know. There? That's what I'm saying. Everyone's saying this is a lot. I, I see a lot of people saying, oh, he's easy money parlay. And like, bro, I'm not so sure. I mean, listen, I think Dano stinks. I think he's a quitter. This is the guy who took a knee. He, he, he put his hand down right when Columbo was throwing the knee. And then and then the other fight, we got punched in the dick in the third round and, and acted like he was like murdered or something. Like, this guy doesn't want to fight. He's a quitter, man. Like, you. I remember that guy JP buys a few weeks ago. I told you guys, like, he's got that quit in him. We saw that with that fight with the elbow. Like, you don't want to bet on the guys that have quit in them. So I'm not betting on Dan Hope, but I'm not betting on DeCastro either, man. I just think the odds are too high. I wouldn't lay three to one on this dude. I, I wouldn't. 15 fights in the car, I'll find a better fight to, to, to play. I will take DeCastro. I do think he's probably the better striker and probably just outstrikes this guy. Maybe scores a knockout, but Dan Hope, you know, he's 
for all his fault, he is a pretty tough dude. He's pretty big and strong. I don't know. This guy stinks, though. I just hope the customer is smart enough to not land a neon illegal shot death. <laughs> this guy better not take another – like, the, the fight with, with – uh, the Daniel Omelentrak fight, he gets punched in the dick and went down like a hump of bricks or something. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> he's looking for a way out. He's like, I can't fight anymore. And then the other fight, Christian Colombo. Colombo had him, like – and he put his hand out right at the same time where you need him. So it is what it is. Let me get some comments here, guys. Pavlo, what's going on, man? Yes, we saw the update rankings out. Amosov and Lima and uh, Amosov moved up over over MVP. Which Jason makes sense. Jackson is still under MVP. Yeah, I know that's stupid too. But we don't have time <laughs> to talk about the rankings. I'll talk about Thursday with uh, AJ if anything. Cole <laughs> Daniel by DQ. Yo, <laughs> he could. This guy is yeah, one of those guys possible. that looks for a way out. Like, like the Castro could like you know he could put his hand on the mat and like play the game with them and wait for a knee in the head. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't want to touch this guy. Nick, what's going on, man? He, he says he wants Blanchard. We'll talk about that. I think next, that's the next fight. Kenshiro out of the, the true sayer and hard guy in the bums. I mean, this guy, like, listen, like, anyone in the UFC I respect, I mean, it takes, dude, these are like, it's like the top 1% of the fighters in the world. Like, these are the best fighters in the world. But this yeah. Danho guy, man, this guy. <laughs> He just doesn't want to fight. He wants out of the fight. Like, you don't want to bet on those guys. <laughs> Cole, can you bet on a fight ending in no contest? There are some books that have those, Cole. We know that. I think my book, he's gone through something. It's not, not for this fight, but I know for other fights, they have, like, can this guy bleed? Or maybe, maybe. <laughs> Castro poke him in the eye in the first. <laughs> he could. He might just want to get his win check or his, uh, his show money, Marcel. Let me take my show money and, and go up, take another five-year retirement. This guy is just – I remember every breakdown I've had of this guy in the past, he's always been like, why is this guy in the UFC? Like, he's just not great. But at the same time, I just don't think the cash is as good as everyone says. Like, I really don't, man. Um, I did take him as against Meeks. I took him against Taffa. But <laughs> I think I picked him his last two fights, and he lost. So I don't trust him anymore, you know? Anyways, picks to Castro, but, man, no thanks. All right, this fight, um, John McDessie versus Ignacio Bahamundi's. This is a great fight. This is a this is a good fight. Bahamani's minus one ninety, McDessy plus one sixty five. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, man, John McDessy. Um, I, I always liked him for for some reason, man. I think he's a uh, he's an interesting fighter. Uh, I remember him landing that 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 spinning back fist in the beginning of his UFC against. Bro, Kyle I was Watson, at man. that fight. That was at UFC one twenty nine in Toronto. That was almost ten yeah. years ago today. That card's coming up to his ten year anniversary. It was one of the best things I've ever seen, bro. We thought that guy was dead, Kyle Watson. Like, he did not get up off the canvas for about 10 minutes. They brought the paramedics in. Like, he wouldn't wake up. He, I don't think he ever fought again. He might have fought one more time. That was one yeah. of those brutal knockouts I've ever seen in my life. And it was one of the first cards I ever saw, too. Go ahead. Yeah, there was that, that huge event with Shield yeah. St. Pierre, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Think of eye yeah, pokes. Man. There were eye pokes in that fight, too. <laughs> Remember that fight? Shields was poking nah. again. I, not really, to be honest. in the eye now when he almost won a decision. It was a terrible fight. Okay, yeah, I remember. It wasn't a great fight, but I can't remember. Recall the eye, folks. The thing is, when you're alive there, you can recall probably more because you are more uh, viewing it. You know what I mean? If you're just watching it from TV, it's there's like, a whole article on it. Hold on, I'm gonna find the thing. Jake, okay, Jake sure. Shields. Look at this. I'll, I'll put the picture up here. They call it the eye poke of doom. There's a whole like there's a bunch of articles. I remember this one. And uh, Pavlo, I mean, we're just joking, man. I mean, like we all know eye pokes are brutal and they hurt. Like, this was this mm -hmm. fight. And we're just talking about Danho because he's a quitter. He is. I, mean, I have no problem saying that. We, he's quitting two fights in the UFC. So, But look at this fight. I mean, you saw the eye pokes. This is brutal. There's no doubt about yeah, it, man. It is brutal. I, I'm, and 
I'm not trying to downplay the severity of an eye poke. I think that they need to bring new gloves in and stuff. But with this oh, guy, like sure. that that particular fighter, that guy does not want to fight. And he was – I still don't understand how the UFC can – not improve those gloves you know if you have a ufc glove on like i said this is so not not flexible this one you keep getting this you know it just sucks but uh, yeah we don't like eye pokes man no worries um yeah i mean mcdessey uh he was on the on the nice three five win streak man and then he got uh he got that uh, broken by trinaldo um i mean what what wasn't it wasn't a bad fight I think at all I think it was actually a pretty good fight right um, it was a pretty competitive one um, I mean Bahamandes I, I really liked him in the contender series man I think he's uh, he, he's a big talent he's from Chile uh, he had that, uh, that that front kick knockout against uh, against was it again go 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 mess or somebody I, I don't know again anymore who he fought before that he, he fought in LFA. Uh, he actually from um, he, he's a solid fighter overall, man. I think he's he's really good. I don't know how you think about it, Adam, but um, yeah. I um, man, awkward silence here. But um, who, who are you yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of involved in this one, man, because I think Madassi uh, is a veteran and uh, he he can win this fight via, uh, in a in a decision way in, yeah. in a smart way. You know what I mean? But Bahamandas, he I'm pretty. Pretty confident that Bahamandes can can pull this one off. Although McDessie is very very crafty as a veteran, that's why I'm really in doubt if he can do it. But my, I always say, tell you, go with gut feeling. So when I go with my gut feeling, I'm taking Bahamandes. But again, I can be wrong. Don't bet on my picks, please. Listen to Adam. No, 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 no. I mean, this one, I, I kind of agree with you though. Like I pretty much agree with everything you said. Like John McDessie can win this fight because. He's a smart striker. He's a smart fighter. He's good at moving around. He's good at backpedaling, good at counter-striking, right? Here's the problem. He's getting older now. Um, Bahamandis is 12 years younger. And here's the thing. This guy is fucking huge, guys. He's a massive guy for this division. Um, he is seven inches taller and has a seven-inch reach advantage in this fight. That is huge. He, I think he's dropping for welterweight from his last fight. I like this kid, man. He's huge. And he's super aggressive. And he throws that kick out. And McDessie's been knocked out by kicks. He's susceptible to them, guys, because of the height advantage of this guy. His kick reaches a good level in this. We saw that fight with Don Cerrone. We saw the fight with Landon Vinat. This guy can be knocked out by kicks. Man. Yeah. yeah man, I was at that fight, too. Man. I was at that fight, too, bro. <laughs> I was at the one, too, where he got the spinning back in. The best fights are in Toronto, man. <laughs> this man is in every fight, man. Come on. <laughs> this is amazing. That was a Canadian card as well, yeah. Yeah, I like this kid. I, I do like him. He looked great. He's been a little bit untested, though. I mean, there's no doubt about it, guys. Um... McDessie's a good fighter. He's going to give him a good test. I think it's a test this kid passes. I like this guy a lot. Probably someone I'm going to end up betting on because the advantages I just pointed out, the age, the reach, the length, like the height, everything, like all that stuff. And McDessie's on the way out, I believe. That being said, he is a smart striker. And listen, he's made a career out of beating guys that were better strikers on paper. Shane Campbell, Darren Crookshank, Sam Stout. He goes in there and beats these guys. So it's a fight he could win, but I don't think he wins it because of the age now. I think he's too too advanced in his career. Five years ago, he would have won this fight. I don't like it now. This kid, Bahamani, he's 23 years old, Marcel, super young, getting better every fight. I think he's training with uh, Valet, Valet, whatever it's, Valet Flow, with uh, Juliana Pena and those guys, or girls, I should say, at that gym. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's at a decent camp now. Um, I like this kid, guys. He's also more, oh, oh, I forgot to mention this. 
there's a picture of him training with Khabib at the PI from a month ago. So he got some training with Khabib as well. I wanted to check that out. McDessie, um, Tway Ridge is saying uh, John's fought once a year since 2016. I don't think he's improving much. Yeah, I mean, he, he I don't mean like <sighs> there wasn't much available either on his Instagram to see like what's going on with him. Like he's a very quiet guy. He could win because he's a good striker, man, but I just think everything goes against him here. Like everything's pointing towards Bahamandi. So I like this kid. And I'm with you, Kinshiro. I like him, but yeah, you're right. I mean, McDessie's a smart fighter. I just think, guys, this is a huge size advantage. Like, it's it's big. John McDessie's a guy that should have always been at featherweight. He just couldn't make the weight. This is a you're gonna see like it's gonna be like a featherweight fighting a welterweight in this fight. It's a big size difference. So I like Bahamondis. Mondays. All right, Marcel. Let's go to this next one. Blanchfield against Norma Dumont. Uh Aaron Blanchfield, big underdog here, Marcel, plus two hundred. Norma Dumont, minus two forty-five. I know you like Blanchfield. Tell us why you like her. It's very easy why I like her. I think she's a great talent. I, I'm really, um, really high on her, man. This first time I saw her fought, fight that was in the, was in Invicta, that when she was 1-0, I, I haven't seen her first CFFC fight. Um, she, she looked really good. She also has a win over Kay Hansen in her second Invicta fight. Yeah. Um, she lost to Tracy Cortez in the fight she won, in my opinion. She won that 2-1, in my opinion. Uh, I remember... Almost everybody on Twitter was, was like, uh, she won that fight. But hey, whatever, it happens. Uh, after that, she won three more. She's really good. Uh, she's actually flyweight. She's now going up to bantamweight because of short notice fight against Norma Dumont. And the thing is, Norma Dumont, um, she didn't look good in a UFC debut. That was a featherweight against Megan Anderson. She got knocked out. But at the second in the second fight, she looks much better. But it was against Ashley Evans Smith. Yeah. Let's be really honest. No disrespect to Ashley Evans Smith. When did Ashley Evans Smith look good recently in the UFC? I can't remember it. So um, for me, I really don't understand the, the line here. I think uh, Dumont is not a bad fighter at all. No disrespect, but I think Blanchfield is a huge talent. She has everything you need to have in that in the division. I know it's a bantamweight, so yeah. But she still has. I think she still has a reach advantage. What 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 I read. So I mean, same reach. It's the same reach. Yeah, same reach. Yeah, yeah. She, but she she can win this fight, man. I, I really don't know why uh, Dumont is such a big favorite. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely on Blanchfield, Blanchfield here, man. I'm going with a unanimous decision win for her. There you go. She can win, guys. I, I got to be honest. Here's the thing. You told me she's so great, right? I all I've heard <laughs> for everyone. Aaron Blanchfield's great. So I watched her fights. I watched all her fights in Invicta. I wanted to see how good she really is. I think she's pretty good. She's super young. She's 21 years old, um, turning 22, I believe, soon. She's super young. Like, she's got nine years uh, – she's nine years younger in this fight. So that's that's an yeah. advantage. She's like a sponge, right? She's going to soak it up. But, man, I got to be honest, Marcel. I think she's got holes in her game, bro. I don't think she's as good as some people are saying, maybe including yourself. I don't think she has any striking. I know she okay. She knocked out Leonardo with the head kicks. I, I that's for sure. So she did. But other than that, I haven't seen much of the way of striking. Also, I think she can be like kind of controlled a little bit here in this fight, guys. Like the Tracy Cortez fight that everyone says is a bad decision. She probably should have won that fight two to one. I agree with you, Marcel. She probably should have won. But the fact that Cortez was on top of her so much worries me, guys. Like this girl Dumont is former featherweight fighting at one thirty five and bullied Ashley Evans Smith in her last fight. Like. I didn't want to like her here. I didn't want to. I wanted to be on Blanchfield. I really did. I can't do it, man. I can't do it in this fight because I think the size discrepancy is going to show up in this fight. I don't think this girl should be fighting this weight class. I don't know why her manager couldn't get her a fight at 125. This blows my mind, guys. I think it's a bad matchup for this girl. I really do. 
So I, even though I don't like the line, I'm not betting on Dumont. She's a big, strong girl. She's improving her game. She did get KO'd by Megan Anderson, but that's a different fight, guys. Blanchfield is not the same type of striker and doesn't have the same type of power, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to pick Dumont, Marcel, but I can't blame you for taking a shot on Blanchfield. She's a big underdog. She could win this fight. She could She could outgrapple this girl because she is a good grappler. Don't get me wrong. She gets the fight to the ground with these low-level girls. She gets in mount. She rains down punches. She goes through submissions. She's strong. I don't know, bro. I can't do it, though. I got to still go with Dumont. I didn't want to like her here, guys. I really didn't, but... After watching the Evan Smith fight again, you know, and watching her fight in Brazil, which she's on YouTube, she's a strong girl and she's good at getting on top of her opponents. And I think that could could be what happens here. So that's my okay. lean, but you know, I'm I guess I'm playing it a little bit safe because I think the odds are a little high. So I, I can't blame you, Marcel. Okay, can I add something to that? I, I agree with you that uh, she should have actually got at flyweight. And yeah, she probably should have. But also the UFC, man, why? Why would you? And she should have been why signed. Would why would she not yeah, sign she, for Kane yeah. and Leonardo? Victoria exactly. Leonardo. Why is she in the UFC? Really? Like, so I'm with you. She should have been here. But I, guys, I just think the weight class is going to be a problem for. Her. I really do. I don't think she's a bantamweight. She is a flyweight. She so, is definitely. I agree. Yeah, she's. I think it's going to be. A, you'll see a size discrepancy, which is what you're saying. So I'm with you, uh, Stray Wager. That, that's <laughs> also the only thing that kind of scares me in this fight. And, yeah, her, this for sure. Weight. Yeah, I, I'm with you completely, boys. I'm with you. You can't take a ton away from that fight, guys. I agree with you, but at the same time, you know, she's a strong girl, man. Like, we saw that a few times now. So, we'll see. Blanchard could win, though. I, I'm not going to talk you out of it, Marcel. I think she's got a chance. I oh, just, you, can, you can talk me out of it, man. No, I know. I can't. Can. <laughs> <laughs> I just – I just honestly, bro, I didn't, I didn't love her as much as I expected to. I'll be honest. Like, okay. I wanted to love her a lot more. I wanted to be like, this is the next Ronda Rousey or something, but – I was like, she's pretty good. I'm like, maybe she's, she's next Kay Hansen. Maybe she can win a few fights. She, but she's still really young, you know. She's young, I, though. That's maybe, the thing. Maybe, she's improving. I just don't yeah. like this matchup. I just, how many, look at Max Holloway. He fought Dustin Poirier in his debut, up a weight class, and got submitted in the first round. Now he's one of the best fighters in the world, right? Sometimes you have to take a bad fight to get in the UFC. I don't mm -hmm. think this is a great matchup for this girl. We'll see, though. We will see. All right, Marcel. You might, be right. you might be right. We'll see. I mean, I don't, again, you yeah. you have your read, and I, I totally respect it. Um, I just, again, I, I wasn't so sure. All right, let's get through this fight. This rest yeah. of these fights, guys. Okay, so Scott Holtzman against Matias Gamrot. This is a great fight. This is an awesome fight. Gamrot minus the prelims. I don't know. This should be. This should probably be the main card opener or something. Yeah. Um, Gamrot minus two thirty five. Scott Holtzman plus one ninety five. What do you think? I mean, Holtzman. You know what you get with Holtzman, man. You get He's super uh, tough. Yeah, super tough, coming forward, yeah. uh, almost an iron chin, you know. Yeah, yeah he got stopped by Benil <laughs> Darius with a spinning back fist in the last yeah. fight. But, man, Darius is so much improving as well. I mean, I re I'm really liking Darius, how we're fighting now, you know. Yeah. I think also he's a really great chance against Ferguson, but that's for, for, some, yeah. for, for another time. Um, yeah, Holtzman, man. I mean, I was kind of surprised he lost to Nick Lance in that fight because – that was a fight he probably should have won if he would have making that next step upwards, you know. And I went against Jim Miller after that as well, uh, losing to Darius. And, man, it's hard, you know. You know he's a tough guy, but now he's fighting Mateusz Gamrot. Uh, we also saw Gamrot's debut in the UFC. He was undefeated when he came to the UFC. He came from KSW, double yep. champion. Yep. Very good good fighter. Uh, went over Norman Park. He won against Kleber Koike Erbst. He won against Marian Zielkowski. Really good fighters over there, you know. So uh, he fought Guran Kutate Latze. I scored it for Guran 29-28. I know many people are 29-28 for Gamrot. Um, I think it was a super close fight. It was a fight of the night as well. Um, 
uh, it just it just kind of sucked that those two had to fight each other in in their prospective debuts. You know, I yeah. think uh, I I didn't like that because I think they are both huge talents. And listen, man, this is a sophomore fight for uh, for Gamrot in the UFC. I see him winning this one, man. Gamrot is a super tough guy. He's good on the ground. He's good stand up. I might think he take this fight to the ground. Although Holtzman has a, has a pretty tough ground game as well, but. Uh, I don't see Gabriel losing twice in the UFC after each other. He's going to win this one, man. Besides, and that's a good win to have under your cap, man, against Holtzman. So, yeah. unanimous decision for uh, Matthias Gamrot here. For Just a correction. You're right, Kevin. I, I'm wrong about that. But it's, he took it on really short notice, like a few days ago. I remember that fight really well. It's on the Conor Diaz card. The point is, sometimes you have to take a bad matchup to get the UFC. That's what I'm basically saying. But you're right. It wasn't a weight class difference. So, I apologize. The second fight was at 155. We saw the difference there. Yeah, and I'm with Kishiro. He's 37 years old. He's getting old, guys. Like, he really is. Scott Holtzman's a good fighter, though. Don't get me wrong. He is good. I think he could beat a lot of fighters in the UFC still. Like, Jim Miller, he beat last year. He looked good in that fight. But coming off a brutal knockout loss, maybe his chin's going now. Um, Gamera is good. He's really good. <laughs> so, the fight with Kutata Ladzi, right? Because it was such a close fight. So, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, like, man, who, who won this fight? And then they literally are they're like reading the scorecards my fucking tweet is on the tv it's on the fight pass it's like i said like fight of the night this is an amazing war it was the fight of the night it was an amazing fight but i scored yeah. it for gamrock right and i still stand by that i thought he edged it out so i think he's still undefeated i think he's 18 and 0 you know like this guy is he's a winning fighter guys like he's really good and like you said marcel the fights in norman park he looked great in those fights i thought he looked good against kutatulati who's just an underrated fighter people don't know how good he is right so you know, Holtzman, like, I don't want to completely undersell him. He's very durable, very tough. He will be in this fight. I like Gamrot here, too. I do think he gets the job done, Marcel. He's a lot younger um, in this fight. I just think, you know, he's got a lot of advantages. Um, you know, he's, he's uh, As far as the ground game, I mean, the ground game, it's not even – like, he, he's the better fighter on the ground, I think. No doubt about it, too. So, I like him. I like him quite a bit here, guys, and uh, I do think he wins. So, that's someone I like. He is a, you know, decent-sized favorite, but I think he wins this fight. Now, another guy who's a decent size favorite, Joe Selecki against Jim Miller, Marcel. This is a good fight, too. Same odds, basically, guys. Minus 235, plus 195. So, Selecki, a decent size favorite against Jim Miller. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, man. Selecki looked good in the UFC so far, man. And, uh, I mean, I expected him to win against Matt Wyman, to be honest, right? But uh, the Austin Hubbard fight is a good win, man. And definitely with a rear naked choke win in the first round. Um, coming from the... CFFC organization where we did well, did very well as well. Did very well as well. Sounds so weird, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah he, he's he's a good talent, man. I think, uh, but but man, getting Jim Miller your third UFC fight that's that's not a small task, you know. Jim Miller super tough. Uh, he's not gonna submit Jim Miller. If he's submitting Jim Miller here, you can kick me off the podcast. But I don't think he's gonna submit Jim Miller. I don't see it happening. Oh, I don't. You know uh, what? I think you should take it back because I actually think he could. And I don't want to kick you off the podcast. We'll take that back, okay? Okay, I don't take it back. No, just kidding. Okay, if, if you want me to take it back, I'll take it back. But I don't think he's going to submit Jim Miller. I think he's a great fighter, though. But, um, man, listen, Jim Miller is tough as hell, tough as nails, you know. And uh, for, for me to pick Joe Selecki here, it, it's kind of a thing with, uh, and this is maybe not a fair uh, resemblance, you know, but, when Roosevelt Roberts fought Jim Miller, he was also a young up-and-comer, you know, and he still is. And uh, he got completely overwhelmed in that fight. I don't think Joe Slack is going to get overwhelmed in the fight, don't get me wrong. But um, Jim Miller was a veteran, and uh, I have a strong feeling Jim Miller is going to pull it off for some reason. And I think um, 
I might be in the minority here. I think many people are high on Joe Selecki. I see Adam already saying yes. So, um, <laughs> Matt, we have a different pick here, but I'm picking Jim. That's Aaron. okay. I, I want to differentiate. I don't want us to have the same picks. That's boring. Yeah, I like Selecki, though, guys. I got to be honest. Again, I want to like Miller because he's a big underdog and he's a veteran. He obviously has the experience. We know he's amazing in the first round with his submissions. He could win this fight by first round submission, but I don't know, man. I mean, this guy Selecki looks really good to me, man. Like, his grappling is very strong. He's very good at getting on top of fights. Every fight he has goes to the ground and he's on top of the guy or gets to the back. I think he could possibly get a rear naked choke in this fight. I, I am that high on this kid in this fight. I, I think it's a not a bad matchup for him. Like, I understand Miller is going to be dangerous, but. You know, I thought Miller would beat guys like Pichel and Holtzman. He lost those fights too. And the Pichel fight, that's, I wouldn't say a, like a completely similar fight, but Vince Pichel was able to get on top of him and have better positions and grind out a close fight. I kind of feel like the Selecki kid, like he's like really good. And I think he's next level, man. So, you know, he's super young. Um, he's super hungry. I, I like this guy, man. I, I Again, I didn't want to like him as much because the odds are too high, but sometimes it, the tape just tells a different story. And, I liked what I saw from him, man. But it is a step up in competition. We'll see. I just think Jim, you know, he's 37 now, I believe. He's getting he's 10 years older, Marcel. Like, that's a big age gap, man. And you guys know I love betting against the age gap. I, I have to do it here too. So Joe Selecki's gonna be my pick in this one. Don't get me wrong, Jim could win by first round submission, like he has against Rosemar Roberts and these guys. But I'm telling you, this guy Selecki's a way better fighter than Rosemar Roberts. He is way better. Um Rosemar sure. Roberts is a guy who's not really a UFC caliber fighter anymore. I think Selecki will be in the UFC for a while. I, I think this kid is good. He's training with uh, those guys, Chris Weidman and Stephen Thompson and those guys. So he's had a good camp as well. And I don't know. I just think he's going to he's gonna learn a lot from those guys and those wrestlers and stuff. So we'll see. But I like Selecki. I just think the odds are probably a little bit too high, but we'll see. You know, Jim, or you, Jim, you know, Adam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Uh, you know, when you're uh, past 30, after 30, you're, you go and count back. So Jamila's actually 23. <laughs> For sure. Listen, the guy, the guy's a legend. Like, I love him. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I really oh, do. 100%. Yeah, yeah. He is. I think he might have the most wins in this division history. I can't remember now, but he's great. <laughs> Can't show too many fights. Yeah. We might go over the time limit here, guys. But whatever. We have to go over a few minutes. We won't. By the way, um, small news. Brett Okamoto just put out Aspen Lattice fighting Macy Chassor on July 24th. 24th? Oh, they changed the date because it was supposed to be the 10th originally. Okay, so we changed the okay. date. That's a great fight, though. Macy is a good fighter, as you guys know. I like her, but I like Aspen, too. I don't know. I have to think about that. Aspen hasn't fought in a while. She had an injury. All right. Main card time. We've done the prelims, guys. If we have to go over a few minutes, we will. It's not a big deal. Um, Mike Perry versus Daniel Rodriguez. This kicks off the main card. You know what? This actually is a great fucking fight this fight this is my pick for fight of the night i love this matchup two guys are gonna go there and slug it out i love this fight Mike, marcel minus 160 for d rod plus 140 for platinum what's your pick my pick for this fight is uh is daniel rodriguez man i think daniel rodriguez has looked good so far in the ufc despite despite this last fight against nicholas dalby where he got you deed well that fight was so him. close man it was yeah. I, I did i did score for dalby i checked that many decisions yeah. i did but re-watching it it really could have gone either way so this guy could be in like a long you know winning streak right now go ahead that's true but i didn't expect him actually to lose to dalby i thought yeah. he would have it would have won so um he, he got he got uh tagged against dwight grant man uh, in that fight and that could have been stopped at that moment but he came back and he won himself by a knock on the first round um probably his best uh, performance so far was against tim means i think in the UFC. that was his debut yep. where he uh where he Open finished up. Tim means in, in the, yeah in the second round 
Uh, Mike Perry, you never know what you get with Mike Perry, man. Uh, sometimes he's on, sometimes he's not. He looked great against Mickey Gall. Also, his ground game seemed yeah. very much improved against Gall. Mm -hmm. And then he fought Means, and it didn't look great at all. Um, Dude has knockout power, we know that, but when is the last time he knocked somebody out? I think it was against Alex Reyes, and that's like almost four years ago. So, yeah. for me, Daniel Rodriguez, he's more uh, in, into his game right now. He looks good. So I'm definitely picking Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah, I have no idea who's the favorite. I think Rodriguez might be the slight favorite or is he an underdog? Yeah. So he's a slight yeah. favorite. Perry plus 140. And a lot of people were taking Perry here. I don't see it though. I'm 100% with you. I like D-Rod a lot in this fight actually. You know, again, it's not it's not kickboxing. It's mixed martial arts. This guy's the more well-rounded fighter. I know Mike Perry's got some decent wrestling we saw against Mickey Call. I think, you know, Rodriguez is showing he's a better probably grappler. We, and he's got submissions, guys. Like, he does submit people. Like, he's got a few submissions. We saw against Tim Means. So he's got that in his back pocket. If this fight is not going well from the feet, he can use that. The fight with Dolby, I don't know what happened there. I mean, just he just he couldn't get into the fight. It happens. You know, guys have bad performances. I understand he's a little bit older now, guys. Like, he's he's not a young dude. Daniel Rodriguez, he's, uh, he's 34. So, you know, he came to the UFC a little bit late in his career at age 33. But... You know, he hasn't been fighting for that long. He's only, like, been six years in the sport. So this is a guy who's getting better, I think, a little bit. Like, he looked great in the UFC, I think. Tim Means, the Dave Green fight was a great fight. You know, he looked awesome in that fight. Um, high output, volume striker. And then Dwight Grant fight got rocked, came back, and brutally knocked him out. So I like this kid. And Mike Perry, don't get me wrong, guys. I mean, he's, he's obviously a, a scrapper. And, you know, he's, he's showing throughout his career that he's tough and durable. But, man, I think he's on decline. I think that fight with Vicente Luque took a lot out of his career. I really do. That fight was a fucking beating, man. His face was broken in half in that fight, basically. Like, his, remember that the picture of his nose, Marcelo? It was like, yeah, exactly. yeah, the other side of his face. And then I was at the fight with Jeff Neal when Jeff Neal knocked him out with the head kick, too. So this guy, I think, is on decline, guys. He's coming off of, and the fight with Tim Means, guys, I mean, he, he probably should have won that fight. And he gassed out and lost. Tim Means was up there in age now, too. So. I can't trust him at all. I like Rodriguez. Uh, Daniel says uh, Rodriguez fight to lose chin suggestion to pull a stunt, proceed with caution. Yeah. I mean, he did get dropped against Dwight Grant, but he came back. He actually knocked him down three times in the round. Like, so everyone's talking about how he got dropped. What about the fact he knocked the other guy out? Like, are we forgetting that? This guy is quite good, man. And he's another guy, Marcel from Combache. He had a lot of fights there in Combache. Great promotion, right? So I like this kid, man. I just think Mike Perry. I honestly don't think I don't think he's got much left, guys, at this point. We'll see, though. I mean, like, listen, he's a new dad now. He's gonna have that motivation. I know what that is. It feels like firsthand, so I get that. But I just it's it's MMA. I think Rodriguez is the better MMA fighter, more well-rounded. So we'll see what happens. All right, next up, we got a women's strawweight belt. Marcel Nina Ansaroff coming back after two-year layoff. She is a minus one forty favorite here against Mackenzie Dern's an underdog, plus one twenty. And Kevin said uh, Mike Perry versus Nate Diaz. I always want to see that fight. That's a good one. But let's stick to Ansaroff and uh, Mackenzie Dern. So Dern's a small underdog right now. What are your thoughts on this fight, Marcel? Yeah, man, uh, ranking-wise, that makes sense. But in my opinion, stylistic, it doesn't. Um, Nina Ansaroff coming back from pregnancy, right? Uh, last fight she fought uh, in June 2019 against Tatiana Suarez. If that fight was going to go five rounds, she had a good chance, man. You know, yep, but uh, she, she did great in the third round. Uh, first two rounds were for Suarez. So, um, four out of four fight win streak against uh, against some solid competition, Angela Hill and Claudia Gadelia. Definitely the Claudia Gadelia one was big, I think, at that time. Um, you know, Mackenzie Durham, we all know her. Uh, great ground game, you, uh, great uh, BJJ. Uh, she's like five and one in the UFC, only lost to Amanda Ribas. Um, 
look imp looks improved every fight in my opinion only the verena Janderoba fight was kind of close as well yeah. i think um yeah. but she looked good in all those other fights i think the Janderoba fight she didn't look bad at all but it was just close and Janderoba is a very uh very talented fighter herself you know so um for me i think uh mackenzie Dern wins this man mackenzie Dern is more active you know she is in the zone at this moment and nina Ansarov, she's not active uh obviously for obvious reasons uh okay. but uh i, I mean she, I, nina Ansarov, she's okay but i never see her as a top fighter you know and i think uh, mackenzie Dern can become the top fighter that everybody thinks she can become she was just a little bit she was a little bit too much hyped when she came in the UFC, I think. And right now, she finally has uh, found her momentum, and uh, she can she can rise to the top. If she if she wins this fight against Ansar, she's in the top six or top top seven of the of the division. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm taking Dern here. I think Dern um, uh, decision. I think I think a decision for Mackenzie Dern. You get these comments straight. Wager says Dern plus money is insane. Ken Shiro says baby mom versus baby mom. Money. Yep, it is. Dern. Yeah, they're both mothers. Dern was a mom. Yeah. You forgot. She's had like four fights since then. Dern all day, in my opinion, Kevin. And Stray Waders likes Dern inside the distance. So I guess it's, it's up to me now, right? I'm with you guys. I like Dern here too, man. Everyone on Twitter is like, the answer off's going to win. She's going to piece her apart. Why is everyone saying that, man? I don't know. I mean, listen, she's definitely a talented fighter, guys. Like, answer off is a good fighter. But she hasn't fought in two years. Like, I really don't know what she's going to look like in this fight. We can't just say she's going to be back to third round fight the, the fight you know the fighter in the third round with tatiana who by the way yes she did lose like she did almost you know come back marcel but she still lost the fight like she was dominated the first two rounds by the way too so you know i think everyone's just kind of overthinking that third round a little bit don't get me wrong she looked pretty good in it here's the thing mackenzie Dern has horrible wrestling it's really bad that's the scary part about this fight because she only has five percent takedown accuracy really bad but even though she sucks at wrestling all her fights end up on the ground anyhow marcel every fight goes to the ground with this girl every single fight somehow ends up on the ground a kick a slip something it ends up on the ground and on the ground she has a massive advantage a huge advantage on the ground in my opinion if the fight stays standing you know people expect Ansarov to just be the same fighter she was when she fought like claudia gadale and stick and move guys that was three or four years ago like she's a mom now she's older now like this is not the same fighter i don't think I get it. You know, she's training with Amanda. That's her, that's her wife. And, and, you know, that's the best training part you could have probably, but I gotta be honest, man. I, I, I just not sold on her Marcel. You know, she's four and three in the UFC guys. Like she's not a great fighter. She really isn't. She did improve a little bit later in her career. She has some okay wins. Don't talk about it. Good is a good win. And Hill and Marco is not bad, but I don't know, man. I just think Dern finds a way to win. She finds a way to win guys. Even the fight she's losing, like the Hannah Cyphers fights, getting, getting pieced up, gets to the ground, puts her knee bar, somehow got her leg. The fight with Randa Marcos, she slipped. Randa jumped in her guard and she got an arm bar. She's very opportunistic like that. And the Verna fight, that's why I'm picking her because that was a close fight, but she showed in that third round how bad she wanted it. She broke her nose in the second round and she said, I don't care, I want this win so bad and did everything she could to win the fight and she barely edged it out. Like I thought she won, but it was so close, Marcel. But she did everything she wanted to do to win that fight, guys. And I really like to see that. She's a young fighter, guys. She's young. She's only... Uh, 28, Marcel, she's seven years younger in the spot. And she's training with Jason Perola now, who's a really good boxing coach, as we know. He, he really fixed up uh, Bisping against Rockhold and stuff. So I, 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 I'm I with you guys. Like, am I going to bet on it? I'm not sure. I don't know yet, quite frankly, because I can't see the path with Antaroff kind of sticking and moving and just 
you know, uh, basically, you know, stopping the takedowns and outstriking her. But at dog money, I, I'm surprised. Like, I think answer on someone you would make an argument as a dog. I am surprised the odds are flipped this way. I think the odds should be the other way around. So there is some value in Dern. It's just, it's not the best matchup for her, but I, I like her here a little bit. What are you going to say? Can I add something to that? Yes, that you can. Many people, yeah, people are buying too much into that, uh, the fake uh, accent of Mackenzie Dern the whole time. I see that on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And that does ha doesn't have anything to do with fighting. You know, you, you got, you can't take that into like, uh, she's, she annoys me, her fake accent is, annoys me. So I'm going to pick against her. That's just bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I see that with many people on Twitter and uh, wherever it's just stupid, man. Just, yeah. just check the fight and just, yeah, this honest, is why you gotta ignore yeah. the noise too, man. Like you, like yeah. I see, st I, I'm on, I'm literally on the internet all day because this is my job, right? Like I don't want to be yeah. on Twitter all day, but it's my job, and I see what everyone's saying, right? And everyone's like, oh, Antaros gonna piece her apart. I just don't see it happening that way. I'm, I actually really like the fact that we're all kind of on during here. That's good, guys. We're all smart people here. So let me get these comments. <laughs> Valerie, hey Valerie, she says the new boxing coach could put her in trouble. I feel like, uh, you know, it's gonna be a good thing for her. Maybe that's what you're saying. I think it's, I think working with Pearl is gonna help her if anything. Don't get me wrong. Dirt, I mean, the answer I was training with American top team. So she's at an amazing gym, obviously, but I'm I, like, I'm with you guys. It, sorry. She, I shouldn't have put that up there. Ken Shiro, watch what you're saying on your man. Come on. Uh, let's see here. Nina's didn't have a sweet pregnancy. No idea what people think she started 50. I'm with you. I mean, she has to go 50 just to win three rounds probably. So, or two rounds, I should say. I don't know, man. Dern's a dog. And uh, Ken, Ken Shiro says, uh, should we, yeah, I'm with you. The Rebus fight, everyone's kind of like writing her off because of that one fight. Rebus is, first off, Rebus is a good wrestler, grappler, right? Like she, and she won that fight and she was a huge underdog and she, she did well. But ever since then, Dern's been, you know, kind of been undersold. Everyone thinks she sucks now. I don't think she sucks. I am worried about her, her lack of takedown ability, guys. But, you know, I think that's going to be more like, we'll see that more when she gets to the upper echelons division and, I'm not convinced Antrov. I think she is still ranked high in the division, but Marcel, she hasn't fought in forever. I'm not convinced. So I'm with you guys. Actually, I mean, geez, actually uh, both Ansarov and Soraras haven't fought for the same amount of time. So. I, told, I, I tweeted that yesterday. They, they, that's crazy. That is so crazy, guys. That Because I think a lot of us after a fight thought, okay, you know, Suarez will probably fight for the belt. She never fights. That girl's really inactive. It's really unfortunate, you know. She yeah, had cancer. She missed a lot of her, her athletic career. Came back, dominated one ultimate fighter. Now she can't even fight because she's got a neck injury. So she's, she's so good. She's great, but I mean, I'm, I have questions about her now too. I really do. All right, um, we all like the dog there. That's good. That's a consensus dog. It looks like guys on um, Mackenzie Dern. So <sighs> probably end up having to play it just because everyone's off of her, right? I actually like that. That like everyone I see is on answer off. I'm like, good, give me the plus money in Mackenzie. Like when I saw it this morning, I'm like plus one twenty. So I feel like I'm talking myself into. It. I gotta, I gotta think about it more. I haven't made any plays. I'll wait. You gotta be patient, but that that might be a play. Um, Sam Alvey, Julian Marquez. Hold up this fight more. So we're probably gonna go over the limit here, guys. We'll we'll try to get it up quick, but uh, we're gonna go over probably like ten minutes or something. Julian Marquez minus one ninety, Alvey plus one sixty five. What do you think? So we're probably getting an update about the Marquez uh, Miley Cyrus situation on Saturday. Um, yeah, what do I think about this fight, man? Sam Alvey, I don't know. His last win is against Gian Vilante, and that was in 2018. After that, he lost four, and he drew against uh, Daeun Jung. So, um, and it's also against uh, fighters where I think he should have won. For example, against Klitsen Abreu, against uh, Rogerio Nogueira, who was on his way out, kind of older a little bit. Um, 
Ryan's panel split decision was a close one. I, I agree with that, that it was a close one. Could have been uh, Alvi's way as well. Um, Julian Marquez didn't look good against Maki Pitolo at all in his last fight, you know, but he turned it around and he got an anaconda choke in the last minute of the third round and he won the fight. Um, before that, he, he almost didn't fall for two and a half years, you know, so that can also be a, a, the thing why he didn't look that great in the fight against Pitolo. But, um, Man, Marquez has looked good before, man. He looked good against Stewart. He looked good against Phil Haas. Uh, the split decision against the Chirico could have been either could have gone either way, in my opinion, if I can recall correctly. Um, why would I go with Alvi in this one? I have no idea. I, I think Marquez in this one, and I think Marquez will probably finish the fight this time via TKO, probably in the first or second round. I think Marquez is fired up. He needs to win this for Miley, so uh, he's going to win this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know. I agree with King Teresa's, um no ring rust Marquez. I'm with you guys. He had ring rust in that fight. We saw it. The he couldn't get it going for two rounds, right? He gets yeah. a choke out. That was his first fight in two years. I think he's going to be ready to go in this fight. He took it on short notice. He's ready to go. It was supposed to be Zach Cummings against Alvi, who's uh, Marquez's training partner, right, at uh, yeah. Glory. So, you know, these guys are already trained for Alvi. You can't pick Alvi, I don't think. Like, don't get me wrong. He's actually not a bad fighter. I think he can still win some fights. But this is kind of a tough fight against a, a guy who's very, very tough in Marquez. Good chin, good striking, good ground game. He's just good everywhere. So I like Marquez too. I mean, am I going to bet it? I don't know. He's 2-1 to one basically right now. I have no idea. Probably not. I mean, there's so many fights in this card that I might stay away from it. Because Alvi def definitely had striking. He's got some striking. And, you know, he. I thought he beat Jung. So that's, some, that's something worth considering. But moving down to 185 again, man, at his age, I don't think it's a great idea, Marcel. So... We'll see. We'll see. And he says, I have a feeling Alvi finds a way to not win. Yeah. Again, he's on a five-fight winless streak. And the fight with John Vellante was a split decision that he could have lost too. So he could be on a six-fight winless streak. Like, he could be. He's in the UFC because the Dana White likes him. Fans like him. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's, a, he's an exciting fighter for the most part. But I just feel like his best days are past Marcel, you know, with Sam Alvi. So, yeah, guys. Um, I got to go with Julian Marquez in this fight. And uh, But, I mean, Alvi's tough. So I'm thinking probably decision. What are you thinking? Yeah, man, definitely. And then now I, I have Marquez via TKO in the second round. Okay, so you got a second round TKO. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I, I mean, honestly, I don't even know if that the method. Ground and pound. Could be. He does have an advantage on the ground for sure, I think. So, Truman Porter in the main card of a Romanov Espino. <laughs> we'll talk about Typical that. UFC. That's next UFC. week. We'll talk about that one next week. We got three more fights left. Let's get through them. Ali as uh, sorry, Ali as kebab. <sighs> I can't even pronounce this guy's name. <laughs> Alias Kab Kizriev. I'll just call him Kizriev. That's easy to pronounce. I love it. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Dawkins. I want you to say his name, by the way. And then, anyways, Kizriev minus 125, Dawkins plus 105. How do I say this guy's name? Normally, if it's K and H, you have to say H. So it's Alias Kab Kizriev. I can't you say, can say You can say Alias Kab Kizriev. So okay. Um. Yeah, man, Alias Kap Kizriev. He, he's a good fighter, man. He came from the Fight Nights Global Organization where he was a champion. Uh, he fought Paul Harris there. He fought uh, Inamoto there. And he, he looks good, man. Um, he's he's now fighting at 185 again. Um, he came from the Contender Series. I still, I still don't understand how you can sign somebody to the Contender Series who's 12-0 and, and has solid wins on his record against good opponents and then you could get him to contender series to fight for Henrique Shugimoto and he submit him in 50 seconds you know what did you expect but um you know now his debut against Kyle Dawkins 
Dawkins is a is a good fighter, man. He's he, I, I was fan of him and, and CFFC. I think he looked really good there. Um, he's good on the ground. He fought Brandon Allen as UFC debut, a fight he could have won actually, but uh, Brandon Allen uh, won the unanimous via unanimous decision. I think uh, Dawkins came back pretty good in the in the third round, if I recall correctly. And then he beat Dustin Stoltz, who's uh, pretty pretty dominant fashion. Um, this is, I mean, no disrespect to Dawkins, but man, Keith Riaf, this is uh, it's a difficult fight for him, I think, man. And I'm high on Keith Riaf. I don't know how you see that. It, it can be like, um, who, who's this kid again, uh, who, who also came from the Fight Nights Global Organization and then lost against Carl Robinson in his debut? Uh, oh, um, Kopalov or Roman Kopalov? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah, Roman, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it was Kopilov. Yeah, I think it was Kopilov. Yeah. So, I mean, this is always it's always tricky, right? But uh, I think um, Kizriev is a good fighter, man. Uh, I'm pretty high on him. I, I would pick him. I think Kizriev uh, gets this one done. I even think he can win this via submission. How crazy that sounds against Darkus. But uh, I'm taking him via decision. Going to go save in this one. Yeah, I'm not so I'm not sold on this guy, man. I gotta be completely honest. Like he's he's looked good in his tape. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like he's had some quick wins and stuff, and he beat Paul Harris. But that's the shadow of Paul Harris. That's not the same Paul Harris that we saw in the UFC. This guy is a quitter now. He wants to like you talk about a quitter. Paul Harris goes in there to get his paycheck and go home, Marcel. He's like Bob Sapp now. He doesn't want to fight, guys. Seriously, don't get me wrong. This guy's look good. Like he's got submissions. He's got some some striking. We saw a little bit. But I just I have a lot of questions about him, man. What happens if he gets if he can't get that first round finisher against Dawkins, who's by the way incredible on the ground and super durable, as we saw against Brandon Allen, and super big for this division? Kyle Dawkins is a huge guy, six inches taller, two inches more reach, and he's three years younger. He has all the physical advantages that helps. But in general, this fight's probably going to go to the ground. I think Kyle Dawkins wants that to happen. I think he's the better grappler. We saw through his CFFC career, so. You know, if it stays standing, I, I think he's going to have some issues with this guy because Kizriyev has definitely got some power, as we've seen. He's, he's pretty fast. But I, I'm leaning towards Dawkins a little bit, man. I like him and his brother a lot. I think these guys are winners. The Brandon Allen fight could have honestly went either way, guys. He could be an undefeated fighter right now. I think he is a good fighter. We saw he bounced back against Stoltzfus, and he fought smart. He just pushed him against the fence, grinded him out. I think that's what he does here. Kind of grinds this guy out in the grappling. So I'm going to take another underdog here. I mean, we've had a, we both had a few underdogs in this one, Marcel. I will take the underdog here, Kyle Dawkins, plus 105. It is a close fight, um, but I lean a little bit towards him. You know, I think he's looked pretty good in the UFC, honestly. I think this kid and I think his brother, Chris Dawkins, are both very good fighters, especially Chris I Dawkins. agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. They'll I think they're winners. I, I feel like these are winning fighters. So we'll see because Kizriev obviously is undefeated and everything, but you mentioned a great comparison, Kopilov, and I just shocked. He hasn't fought since that fight two years ago. Never fought again. So that's that freaks me out. Okay. Two fights left, guys. Man. 14, 15 fights. <laughs> 15 fights on this card. Crazy. Crazy. Arnold Allen against Sodik Yusuf, Marcel. Let's, let's do these ones uh, kind of quick, but, I mean, let's give it a good breakdown as well. Um, screw it. Whatever. I don't care if the time goes over. It's not a big deal. Uh, Sodik Yusuf, minus 135. Allen, plus 115. This is a great fight, man. Not an easy fight. What are your thoughts on this one? I have a super confident pick on this one. Um, I mean, Sodik Yusuf. I've been super high on him even before he was in the UFC. Then he got signed to, to fight in the Contender Series. He was a huge underdog against Mike Davis, I can remember. And I didn't understand that at all at that moment because I thought Sodikusa was great. But I think it's because he lost to Luis Gomez, so I had that slam and tight and that he was kind of an underdog in that fight. 
he had a great fight, one of the best fighters of the contender series of all time, I think. And uh, he got signed. <coughs> Sorry, man, I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, great fight. Then he won against Suman Mokhtarian. Uh, Mokhtarian didn't do well in the UFC. But he has some solid wins as well later, man, against Shaman Moraes, Gabriel Benitez, and Andre Feely last time out. So um, now fighting Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen's. Uh, listen, man, the dude is in the, in the top 15 of the division. He's 10th or 11th. But he never fought a ranked opponent in the UFC. That's kind of weird to me, you know? And it's no disrespect to Alan because uh, if some British people see this, I got a lot of hate for this. But let's be honest, he shouldn't be in the top 15. And it's not always his fault, Manny. I got some uh, cancelled fights as well against his, uh, Jeremy Stevens and Josh Emmett. But this wins against... Probably his best win in the UFC is against Nick Lance. Let's be honest. Gilbert Melendez wasn't the Gilbert Melendez. He was a strike for us anymore. Uh... Mats Bernal was probably a great win for him, but he was dominated in that fight for two and a half rounds, and he had a Hail Mary submission and submitted Mats Bernal. The same thing he did in his uh, debut against Alan Omer, where he all also got dominated, and then he uh, he submitted Omer. Split decision against Marco Americani. I still think his best win is against Nick Lance. Um, Yusuf for me, all the way. I think Yusuf is a better fighter overall. Um, Maybe you disagree with me, Adam. I see you looking very difficult to me, but um, I mean, this is a tough uh, fight to call. I think honestly, and I really think this one's tough. Like, I, I, I like Yusuf too. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to pick him in this fight, but Alan's good, man. He's got the skills, man. He's a big kid. He's strong. He's got good striking. He's got really good submissions too. He does have problem with wrestling, so that's going to be something to keep in mind going forward. Um, and I think enough. It could play out in this fight. Everyone thinks it's going to play in the feet. Maybe Yusuf goes to his wrestling because I think he is the better. Wrestler, he's very strong. He is good at getting in top position. I'll be quite honest, man. I feel like Andre Philly was maybe a tougher fight than Arnold uh, Allen, right? And yeah. that fight was close, though. It was close, right? So I don't know. I maybe I'm overthinking it, but like my initial reaction was Yusuf. Let me go with Yusuf. But then watching Allen again, I kind of forgot what he fought like because he hasn't fought in forever. He's a good fighter. He's he's undefeated in the UFC seven and zero, but he fights once a year. Marcel, he fights low level guys. Yeah, that's yeah, it. like so. There's a lot of issues. Like I, I have a lot of questions about him, but we'll see. I mean, there's going to be I some underdog card that hit. Maybe this is one of them. What are you going to say? I thought this right now. Some featherweights were in in those rankings are just below the top fifteen. Some telling me let us fight Arnold Allen because he's in the rankings without fighting any ranked guy. Let us fight Arnold Allen. Everybody wants to fight Arnold Allen, but there because he hasn't fought a ranked guy yet. You know, and so did Yusuf now has the chance. So if Arnold Allen beats him, he can say, I deserve to be here. But I still don't know if he deserves. He, he's ranked above um, ranked above Adson Barbosa. He's ranked above Shane Burgos in the division. He's ranked above um, Bryce Mitchell, you know. And for me, I don't know, man, if, if he's that good. I think he... Uh, he he just got some some issues, man, with the with the fights falling through and uh, just uh, fights that put him higher in the rankings probably falling through against Josh Emmett and against Jeremy Stevens. But I think he he needs to prove himself, man, to to be established in the rankings. I don't know why he is there, to be honest, at this moment. Yeah, I'm with you. I actually am with you on this one. But I just think this kid is pretty talented, man. I really do. Yes, yes, no yes. He could be a surprise upset here. It could, it could be like, man, is everyone time Yusuf? I am too. Don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, there's something about this one that's like my spidey sense is tingling on this one a little bit more. So I got to be honest with you because it's like almost too easy to pick Yusuf a little bit. And when it's too easy, sometimes that kind of freaks me out a little bit. All right. 
Main event of the evening, guys. We finally got to it. Last fight to break down. Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland taking the fight on short notice. Uh, right now, Marvin's a huge favorite, minus 330. Kevin Holland, plus 270. He's promising not to talk as much this time, guys. What do you think, Marcel? Can Kevin Holland pull it off? He's a huge underdog this time. What do you think? It's definitely possible, man. The dude has knockout power, so he can knock out Marvin Vittori. But if you're going to look at the complete game, you know, Marvin Vittori has a good ground game and he's solid on the stand-up. And I think Holland doesn't have a good ground game at all, but he, is good to, he has a good stand-up game. Um, I, I said this before to you, man. I, I don't really think that Holland is that great as many people think he is. He's a good fighter, don't get me wrong. He's deservedly where he is in the, in the East number 10 rank. I think he deserves to be there. But I don't see him making that step to the top five. You know, I don't think he's that good. and um, Or at least not good enough to be in the top five. Uh, for me, man, Marvin Vittori is a complete fighter, man. Um, I, I think he really is developing and even come, becoming a world-class fighter, maybe, you know. He really looked good against Jack Hermanson, where many people accounted him out and thought Jack Hermanson was, was going to win. Um, he did well in that fight. He, he also did well against uh, against Adesanya, where he lost a split decision. I had a 29-28 for Adesanya in that fight, by the way, but... He he showed he he could compete with with these kind of guys, you know, and um, man, Al Zolino will be so proud of me because I'm picking Marvin Vittori to win this fight, and I think he will do it via a submission in the third round. I think he uh, puts Holland away in the third round. I think uh, maybe I don't think Holland will talk as much as in the Brunson fight because I don't think it's possible to talk as much as in the Brunson fight, and this will won't go five rounds, so he doesn't can talk as much if it stops in the third, but. Uh, I think Vittori wins this one, man. I think it's, it's also the, the fight for Vittori to lose. If he loses this one, this would be devastated for him in, in the division at this moment. And for Holland, it's only it's only up if he wins this one. He comes from a horrible fight, and he gets a huge chance to get in the top five. Yeah. So, yeah. It's crazy, right? Like, it's it's like, you know, that fight happened three weeks ago, and we we're like, oh, this guy's going to move to welterweight. He's staying at middleweight. He gets, a, he gets an even higher-ranked opponent than, than Brunson, which was crazy yeah. to me, but... He's the guy that stepped up and took it, right? So credit to him for this. For sure, yeah. Man, you know, I think the book's out on him now, though. Like, you can beat him. He's beatable, guys. He First off, he can mentally break. We saw him mentally break in that fight. And you can take him down easily. Vittori actually has really good wrestling. Um, it's quite good. And I think he, if he wants to just wrestle him, he can do that. I think it's smarter for him just to grind him out and then stand and bang. Why would he want to stand and bang, right? Vittori's tough. He's durable. He's got good striking. But, you know, Holland's long, man. Holland's got KO power, so if the if the fight stays on the feet, it's gonna get a little sketchy in my opinion. But man, I I, I like this kid Vittori, man. I gotta be honest, you know, after that fight with Hermanson, like I'm like, damn, this guy's really good. Like he's better than I thought he was. And yeah. uh I think he can grind it out, Marcel, make it, you know, just a gritty fight and grind out probably a decision, maybe finish. I don't know. But I'm thinking maybe uh it goes to five. I, we'll see. We'll see. I was surprised how good he looked in like the fourth and fifth rounds. Like his cardio didn't fade in that Hermanson fight. Having said that, Hermanson, like, he got injured in that fight. So he wasn't fighting to his true capability, which, you know, so you got to keep that in mind, I guess. But still, this kid's good. And like you said, the Adesanya fight was super close. Like, he's he's good and he's looked great. Like, the Andrew Sanchez fight, Caesar for Carl Robertson went through him quickly. So he's an improving young fighter. I just, I always get a little bit scared, Marcel, when, like, Kevin Holland was a huge favorite. Like, not huge, but he was minus 175 the last fight. Now he's plus 275. That's a huge difference. Like it's like everyone's off this guy now, and I get it because we all know he, the book's out on him, right? But 
it freaks me out when we're just completely writing some guy off now. You know what I mean? Like he might go in there and have a great performance too. What are you gonna say? Yeah, I, I, I don't read him off, but I I expected the way it went against Brunson. I expected Brunson to go back to his basics, taking yeah. him down and grinding him out. That's what I expected, you know. Yep. Um so it's not it's styles make fights, you know, and you gotta look at that sometimes. And I think um the Brunson fight was a horrible matchup for Holland. This one can be can be different, you yeah. know. If Holland's if Holland's gonna talk and he gets under Vittori's skin, you don't know what's gonna happen because yeah. Vittori is a very emotional guy as well, you know. Yeah. But um, I think Vittori overall is is a more complete fighter and a bigger talent than Kevin Holland. So yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I I kind of agree to it. Just it sucks because I actually really like Vittori against Darren Till. I thought he would win that fight for sure. I don't. What were you thinking in that one? If that had been the fight, did you have a pick for that? Who man, yeah, I, I might be on Vittori as well. But yeah, I'm more I really confident like in that fight. Well. I gotta be honest, like Till just hasn't looked that good to me, honestly. That's true. You know, Holland before this fight though, guys, we were all like, oh, he's so good, and you know, it's just like now everyone's writing him off because of one fight. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. I just think that the book is out on him now at this point. He can be taken down. He can be mentally broken. If he's sitting there talking, man, he better not be talking the whole time like last time, especially if he's losing. Please don't do that, like. If you're winning, sure, you know, Marcel, but if you're losing, yeah, hot-headed Vittoria is a concern. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Vittoria is a bit of a hothead. Called, I think uh, Holland was kind of like a meathead today. He's like, he's a big meathead or something. Like, But he's a good fighter, you know, and yeah. I'll be honest. Had the Hermanson fight not happened, I don't think I would have picked him here, but we saw the Hermanson fight. We saw him go full five rounds. He looked good. I'm done, man. I'm, I'm so tired. I've been working all day, guys, since I think 7.30 in the morning, so I'm done, man. I can't talk anymore. So my, my, my voice is gone. You guys were awesome for sticking with us. It was a long card, man, 15 fights. <sighs> all right, Marcel. I mean, any last thoughts on this card? Obviously, um, I'll get AJ back on on Thursday if there's any updates, guys. So if any fights fall off or new fights get added, we'll talk about Thursday. Anything else, Marcel, with this card? All right, guys. Uh, it's early, so you got to watch early. Yes, yeah, so that's the other ABC. thing. It's 12 noon Eastern. So whatever yeah. you guys live, you know, based off that, but 12 noon Easter is when the prelims start. I prefer the afternoon cards. I love them personally. So me too. I've always loved, yeah, I always loved the earlier cards, but that's it. The, the, fu <laughs> the funny thing is people are always to be like, oh man, you probably like those earlier cards, man. I really like it to be at midnight being, just watching myself or with a friend. I don't, I don't mind, but just relax drink something, watch the fights, you know, uh, being on Twitter a little bit, uh, interacting and that kind of, that's what I like, you know, and now it's a little bit early and I have other things to do as well. So, you know, it's, I prefer the later cards, man. I don't mind to stay awake till uh, seven or 6 AM, you know, that's good. All right, man. I can't even talk anymore. Plug your stuff and I'll plug mine and we'll get out of here. I'm guys, right. I've been grinding it today, man. It's a long day. Big Marcel 24 Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can check out the uh, MMA DNA on YouTube, uh, on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and make sure you check out the podcast on Thursday with Adam and with AJ Shulo, MMA Oddsbreaker. Oh yeah, man. You guys can follow us on, follow me on Twitter at MMA Adam Martin. The podcast is available at MMAoddsbreaker.com. As you guys know, YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Please, that would help. Um, you guys can find me at bjpen.com for all the news. Over at maoddsbreaker.com, there's a few articles. We got the one championship odds out. We got uh, UFC odds, Bellator odds. So a lot of stuff over there, guys. Um, what else we got here? My MMA news. I wrote a story about um, Calvin Cater last night. They got a lot of traction. You guys can check that out there if you want. Um, like I said, DJ panel my news. And then the other thing, elite betting and elite fantasy. I will be back with my DFS breakdown. 
that is behind the paywall, guys, but it is so worth it. That website's amazing. Cole actually is working for us now, too. Marcel, I don't know if you saw that. He's writing about baseball for us. So the team is incredible, guys. They have some really good handicappers. I, all my DFS stuff there. My bets will be there later this week as well. I'm tired, man. This was a long day. I appreciate you guys sticking with us. Long podcast today, but we had 15 fights. And Marcel and me like to talk. So that's what you get. Anyways, guys, appreciate you sticking with us. And I'll be back Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern with AJ Shulo. Peace, everyone. Bye.